Will today's treat make us say, oh, snap? Find out next on Junk Feud. Yeah, welcome, foolish mortals, to Junk Bood, the podcast about spooky food where we rate and review mystery treats to determine which one will be the undisputed champion of snacks. I'm your host, Mike, alongside me as always, Alyssa. Hey, Dad. Hey, Liz. Guess what? What? Okay, I've got a little, little riddle for you. Okay. Okay. Why did the ghost take his new girlfriend to his hometown? Uh, why? <laughs> Why did the ghost take his new girlfriend? He wanted girlfriend. to see his boo in his old haunts. He wanted to see his boo in his old haunts. Oh my gosh. That's well, got he a, wanted his boo to see He wanted his boo to see his old. Okay. That has a lot of uh, hey boo energy to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Liz. What? Welcome back once again to the world's Yeetus podcast. Very mid, giving them the ick and hitting them with the riz each and every week. Alyssa, it's spooky season. Junk boot is back. Junk boot. Bood is back. Our favorite time of the year. My favorite. One of our favorite times of the year. It's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. Yeah, uh, I think you're getting, the, getting the go. streams crossed there a little bit. Want a Sprite Cranberry? Okay. It's a You're going to get to do that in uh, a couple months, actually. Sprite, let's go. Okay, Sprite, let's go. Liz. What are you looking forward to this Halloween season here on Junk Bood and in general? Not having pink eye. Not having pink eye. That's right. Uh, You have right now, Alyssa, as we speak, conjunctivitis, pink eye, which you probably got from your little brother who had conjunctivitis, pink eye. uh, And you also have a sinus infection. Oh, yeah. So you are... Talking like I'm five years old again. I was going to say gross right now. But yeah, it's also talking like you're five years old again. This is what happens when you go snack to school, Alyssa. It's that school air, man, I'm telling you. It is. It's like being in a daycare where just everyone comes home every day with some strange river of virulent crap. school sickness. Coming out of their nose and like a weird hantavirus. Yeah. Yeah. So Liz, aside from not having pink eye anymore, what are you looking forward to this Halloween season? Sweater weather. Sweater weather, sure. Leggings. Alyssa, I was- I was buying candles the other Darker day. Darker hair, candles. Darker hair? Candles. Yeah. Oh, because your hair gets light in the summer? Yeah. And it's going to get dark again now that it's not summertime and anymore? And the humidity goes down so my hair will stay straight for longer. Okay. So these are all like beauty themed things that you're looking forward to? I can use my fall perfume. Oh my gosh. You have fall perfume? Yeah. It's there the are new, different scents for different seasons? It's the new um, Sol de Janeiro one. Oh, wow. I have no idea what those words mean. It's called, it's like the after hour perfume. After hour perfume. Yeah, I have it. I literally just bought it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So speaking of things that smell good, Liz, I was uh, buying candles the other day, as I was saying, for Alyssa's candle cast. And uh, one of the candles was called flannel, Alyssa. That's very fall themed, isn't it? Yeah. Sol de Janeiro after hours you're showing me right yeah. now from Sephora. It smells so Does good. it smell like fall? It does. Does it smell like flannel and sweater weather? Kinda. You know, your mom likes the uh, warm apple pie and apple pumpkin and pumpkin spice type candles, which is funny because she does not like your mom, by the way. Your your mom does not like mom's mom. Yeah, pumpkin spice as a scent overall or as a flavor, I guess I should say. She likes the house smelling like it, but she doesn't like to eat it. 
I love pumpkin spice. I had a latte the other day. You did. You had your first pumpkin spice latte of the season the other day. How was it? It was so good. It was so good. Not as good as last year, but it was pretty good. Hey, we also had, speaking of the first of the season, we also had our first hot chocolate of the season the other day. I didn't. I had four that What? Yeah. I had it when we were watching Harry Potter. You hot chocolated before me? How dare you? Yeah. It was good, though. It was so good. Yeah. We were waiting in line to get your prescription from the pharmacy. And- uh, I feel like it tastes garlicky. You felt like the- The Dunkin' Hot Chocolate? You felt like the hot chocolate was garlicky? This has to be a thing. It can't just be me. I don't think so. I think it was just you. I think we had, weren't we like making something garlicky at home? Yeah. And that's why you thought that it smelled or tasted like that? Sure. So uh, you're looking forward to mostly uh, selfishly, I think, fall-themed beauty products, fashion, odorifics. This is a thing. What? Yes. People are telling people think that tastes garlicky. I don't know about that. That seems like maybe a myth. they changed the machine. Maybe they changed the machine and put garlic in it. Yeah. All right. We'll have to investigate that on a future episode of Junk Food List. What? What kind of snacks are you looking forward to this fall season? That's kind of what I'm getting at here. This is a show about treats. Remember, apple cider. Apple cider, oh, sure. The pumpkin chicken dip. Pumpkin Remember, chicken Remember, I made dip. that last year. Oh, you made like buffalo chicken dip, but it had canned pumpkin in it, it's right? It's pretty good, guys. It's not high on my list, I would say. Dad, don't even. I made it. It has to be the best. Oh, because you made it? Yeah. Well, you know, I will. And we served it right out of a pumpkin. It was so. That's true. We did. Aesthetic. Aesthetic. What, yes. do you, what do you mean exactly when you say it was so aesthetic? It's just pleasing. Pleasing. It was very pleasing, I guess. And I entered it for a photo competition for a hundred buckaroos and I lost. Oh, well, I'm sure you gave it your best effort. I did. And I would have said that I liked it just because you made it. Yeah. Yeah. Liz. What? There's lots of new fall and Halloween themed treats this year. There are. There are. We saw a bunch of them when we went to the store the other day. Lots, Liz, lots of Halloween themed breakfast cereals. Mm-hmm. There is, in fact, a new addition to the monster cereals family, Alyssa. Yes, there is. Spoiler alert, because we're not going to deal with that today. Maybe in the future. But honestly, Liz, I'm a little bit cerealed out right now. Me too. After snack to school the cereal bowl. I don't even like cereal that much. Yeah, I know. But we had some good ones. Golden Grahams, of course, emerging as the reigning, defending, undisputed champion of snacks. But Liz, because it's junk food season, we have our special Halloween division where we have a different temporal, linear reigning, defending, undisputed champion of spooky snacks, Alyssa. Isn't that right? Yep. And Alyssa. Don't call me Alyssa. Alyssa. Uh, Thank you. Alyssa. Uh, Alyssa. Uh, uh. Uh, there's lots of new pumpkin spice stuff this year, too, obviously. Uh, but there are some standouts that we're going to try. They have a pumpkin spice frappuccino. Well, yeah. I mean, a latte and, like and an a frappuccino are light very similar. Oh, ice right? latte. Yeah. I mean, and frozen. I, yeah, I think all that makes sense, doesn't it? Yes. We had pumpkin spice goldfish graham crackers last year, remember? Yeah. Those were you pretty good. You know what good. I learned? The whipped cream top at Starbucks is like this long. What do you mean that long? Like the whipped cream, like you know how you press down the ready whip? Uh-huh. It's like, it's super, that's the tip of it. I have no idea what you're <sighs> saying right now. <laughs> Dad. Do you mean the dispenser itself? Yes. Like, <sighs> open cap. Open, open cap. Uh huh. Hold on. Okay, bro. What the heck? I okay. don't know what you're okay, talking okay, okay. about. So you're showing me that the, the dispensing tip on the ready like can that long. goes all the way down into the can. That's what you're telling me. No. 
No? No, like it's that long. You mean sticking out of the top yes. of the can at Starbucks specifically? Yes. It's just this long, thin nozzle. Great. It was so amusing. Was it, would you say, aesthetic? Yes. <laughs> Ma'am. Definitely aesthetic. Liz. What? Uh, all this talk about fall treats reminds me of this week's snack. Up next on Junk Feud, it's... Ginger Snaps. Yeah. Liz, are you excited about this one? Kinda. I am. This is like one of my favorite fall treats every year. Liz, what are ginger snaps? Uh, they're cookies that are flavored with molasses and ginger. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Ginger flavored cookies are ginger snaps. They usually have some other warming spices in them, like cinnamon or clove and molasses, of course, like we said. Doesn't mom not like these? Mom loves these, actually. In fact, she just ate one right before we started I the show. I thought she hated ginger. I mean, um... Oh, cinnamon. yeah, she doesn't like cinnamon. And you know what? Mm, technically, she doesn't like ginger snaps either. That's a little bit of a spoiler for the rest of the show, but we're going to get there. Listen, uh, it's important right here, right up front, like we were saying, that we make the solid distinction between a cookie called a ginger snap, like we just said, and also this thing called a spiced wafer list. Because up until this week, despite eating these my entire life, I did not know that there was a difference between them. In fact, I did not even know, Alyssa, that a spiced wafer was a thing at all. I just thought all these cookies were ginger snaps. I was today years old, Liz, when I found this out. I was also today years old. Yeah, so hold on to that thought. Uh, do you know, Liz, that ginger snaps are very old? Older than you? Oh, I knew you were <laughs> going to say that. Mm, face planted right into that one. Liz, oh, wait, uh, today we also saw the Barbie movie. Finally, after <laughs> all this convincing. We did. It didn't take convincing. We just had to work it into the schedule. I thought it was very good. I was very impressed. I thought the ending uh, lost a little bit of steam, but the first two thirds of that movie were great. I'm just Ken, <laughs> where I see love, she sees a friend. Ken was funny. Is it my destiny? I liked Alan too. He can wear all of Ken's clothes. I love Alan. Alan was great. Alan is just so random. He was really good. Liz, what? how old do you think Ginger Snaps are? Just guess. Don't read the notes, just guess. How old are you? All right. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely older than me, that's for sure. I'm give you a good, like, 53 years. I'm, you think I'm 53 years old? No, the, the cookies. You think the cookies are 53 years old? Yes. You're going to have to go a little bit back further than that, Liz. A uh, hundred? Uh, mm, further than that. Liz, as far as I can tell, the earliest appearance of Ginger Snaps was in the year 1206. Alyssa, 1206. Why'd you say 1206? Because that's, you, you know, you pronounce the zero like an ought when you're saying old things. Like, it was the year 1902, like that. Like old so people you're do. born 1906. No. <laughs> you like saying it? Yes. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 1206, they were being baked by medieval monks in Germany. They were a variation of the traditional Lebkuchen recipe list, which is a type of holiday gingerbread. Yeah. You know what the main difference between gingerbread and a ginger snap is? The cookie is baked longer to yeah. make it crispy and crunchy rather than soft and chewy. That's right. Even the word ginger snap itself is derived from the German word snappen, which means to seize quickly. If snap had an exclamation mark, it would be an interjection. That's right. And you would say, oh, snap, like that. Yeah. Let's hope I didn't fail my parts of speech test in school Well, Friday. you knew what an interjection was. Yeah. So you got at least one right. Yeah. Great job, kiddo. Uh, Liz, do you know if the word snapping means like when it says seize quickly, does that mean like they bake up very crisp in the oven or seize quickly like you want to grab them all fast because they're so good? You got to seize them quickly. 
I have no idea. Probably the first part, right? I thought C's meant to kill. C- you thought C's meant to kill? Yeah. No, C's means like to grab. Oh. Like seize him. Like that. Like, uh, like grab his neck. Also an old movie. Oh, like a goozle? <laughs> yeah. Grab him by the goozle Kalima. pipe. Kalima. Kalima is not the neck. That's the heart. Rip the heart, Indy. Indy's <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> Alyssa. <laughs> I have to bleep that out. Uh, Liz, there are recipes for ginger snaps or something like them from Ulm in 1296, from Nuremberg in 1395, Liz, but it's not until 1862 that they start to be baked commercially and are available widely for sale. But prior to that, they were a traditional treat in the American colonies, Alyssa. Oh my goodness, we're learning about this in school. Yeah, what's your favorite part of the American colonies? Is it dysentery? Mm, No, probably New Jersey. (laughs) Oh, you mean New Jersey, yes. One of the colonies. Yeah, uh, it's in the 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 New England. Mm, the colony. new the New England, and then the the middle colonies, uh-huh. and then the South yeah. ones. Yeah, great job. Yeah, you're gonna get an A on that test too, huh? I already did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh huh. Good job. Uh-huh. Well, congratulations to you and to your teacher who did a great job teaching you about the American colonies. List where they would use molasses. Uh, instead of just plain sugar, because it was quite a bit easier to find molasses in the colonies, being that it was a byproduct of uh, manufacture of rum in some cases. Because they got it traded to them. That's right. So they had a lot of molasses. They started putting them in their cookies, uh, and that's how they made ginger snaps. And list ginger snaps were a particularly special treat in colonial Williamsburg, Virginia, near where your cousins Jackson and Julian live. Shout out to Jack and Jules. Yep. Uh, they were called ginger cakes, according to a period cookbook. They're called The Art of Cookery, Made Plain and Easy. From the year 1788, Liz. Whoa. Yeah, and in fact, they were even associated with a special holiday from colonial times. It was called Muster Day. Liz, do you know what Muster Day is? Mustard Day? Yeah, Muster Day. Like mustard? Not like mustard, like muster. What's that? Uh, it's like to raise up two arms. So like uh, it was a holiday that existed, no, not to raise your arms in the air, which people can't see because this is radio, you by the way. to raise two arms. <laughs> not to like the number two, like... Uh. <laughs> Like at arms, yes. Uh, and not arms like your arms, arms like weaponsless. It was uh, a holiday to raise morale around this 1792 law that would require men to enlist in their local militias to, you know, like protect the land in the wake of the Revolutionary War. And Alyssa, if you were called up and enlisted on that day or mustered into your local militia, you would get a ginger snap as a reward. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Uh, and now, They're a truly global treat. There are different variations around the world. There's a crispy wafer-like version in scandinavia Where's that? uh, The Nordic countries. Sweden, Norway, Finland, Scandinavian Peninsula. You want to know how I remembered those ones? How do you remember those? So it, wait, hold on. So it's Sweden, Norway, Sweden, Finland, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so I said never say farts. That's how I remember them. Oh my goodness. Great pneumatic device there, Liz. Yeah. Did you know there are also uh, different brittle biscuits in the Commonwealth countries that are so tough, Liz, that they're called ginger nuts? Nuts. Yeah, ginger nuts. That's right. Shout out to Murray from Flight of the Concords there. Lissa, speaking of the global history of ginger snaps, here's an interesting fact about them. In German cooking, Alyssa, the ginger snap biscuit or cookie is used to make sauces for meats and other savory dishes. Yeah, you can get a cookie sauce on your steak. That's right. In French cooking, a thickened sauce starts with this thing called a roux. It's a cooked paste of flour and fat together. But what's the point of adding X's at the end? Like, just, just like if it's not pronounced, just be like roux. <laughs> it's like, a different language. There's no need for an X there. It's well, not rocks. There's no need for silent E's in our language either, is there? 
efficiency? Yeah. Is that in silent German? No, the E in efficiency is not silent. It's at the front of the How word. It's pronounced. Housekeeping. Housekeeping? Sure, you could get rid of that E. Yeah. Only the first one, though. You have to have the other two. Yeah. The speaking of efficiency, in the spirit of German efficiency, they would skip the step to make a roux for their sauces completely because, Lisa, a cookie is already cooked flour and fat. Yeah. Yeah, so like around the holidays in German kitchens, there would be lots of leftover Lebkuchen or ginger snaps or cookies or gingerbread. Uh, and instead of letting them go to waste, they would be repurposed for the next day's dinner. They would let them dry out and stale and then crumble up ginger snaps into their sauces to give them a rich, luxurious thickness. Ooh. Yeah, and a nice, warm, spicy flavor, too. Mm. Listen, this was such a widespread practice in German cooking that Good Housekeeping Magazine said that 15 ginger snap cookies was equated to one cup of roux. Have you ever read Good Housekeeping Magazine, Liz? No. Have you ever read a magazine, Alyssa? Um. I saw one. Do you know what a magazine is, Alyssa? Yeah, I read one at the barbershop. You read a magazine at the barbershop? Or not the barbershop. It was like Grammy's hairstyle place. Oh, the salon. Uh, it what, was like Vogue. You read Vogue magazine? I didn't read anything. I just looked at the You pictures. just looked at the pictures. What'd you think of Vogue magazine, Alyssa? I liked the writing. You the liked, letters were cool. You liked the fonts that they used? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your takeaway from uh, printed media? Yeah. Good fonts? Awesome. Liz, uh, if you really wanted to today, you could go into New York City. There's a German restaurant there called Lubchow's. It's the oldest German restaurant in New York City. They used crushed ginger snaps to thicken the sauce for their sour braten. Wow. Yeah, it's sour quite broughten. nice. So Liz, sour braten? Yeah. What's sour braten, Liz? Do you know? No. You don't know what sour braten is? Do you know what it is? Yeah, sure. It's a German <laughs> dish. It's a uh, roast beef. See? Sour braten. Cabbage, mashed potatoes, um, sour braten. See that sauce on the top? I don't like cabbage. Well, you don't have to have the cabbage. That's just a side dish. You see the sauce on the top? Yeah. That is a sauce thickened with ginger snaps. That's a cookie I sauce. I sushi tonight. What does that have to do with ginger snaps? I was thinking of the brown sauce on top of it, and then I thought oh. of soy sauce. You should ask over at Fujiyama if they will put a We're ginger snap. We're not going to Fujiyama. No? Where are you going? I think like Red Lantern or something. You know? Red Lantern. Interesting. You should ask at Red Lantern if they will put a ginger snap sauce on your sushi. That's gross. I bet they won't. I bet they don't even have them. No. You know what, uh, Liz, is also not a ginger snap, which I just found out. What? A spiced wafer. What? Yeah, that's what I said too. Liz, when I was growing up, uh, the thing that I always called a ginger snap was not actually a ginger snap. Now, I can't believe this either. I was sold a bill of goods, Alyssa. Whoa. Yeah, lied to. Whoa. Hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived. <laughs> Now, listen, the reason I say this is because every fall where I grew up, just like clockwork, uh, once the seasons changed, there would be these orange and black boxes of cookies on grocery store shelves, and I would eat them, and they were wonderful, and everyone I knew called them ginger snaps, but they were not ginger snaps at all, were they? No. No. Ginger snaps are cookies that are flavored primarily and overtly with ginger. What I was having instead was called a spiced wafer, Alyssa. Specifically, these were Sweetzels spiced wafers. That's right. A local Philadelphia delicacy that originated in 1910 with the Borzillo Baking Company, which uh, later on acquired the cookie division of Perfect Foods, a division called Sweetzels, which hailed from Lansdale, Pennsylvania. Mm. Liz, what else was going on in 1910? Uh, there were a whole lot of coal mine explosions. Yeah, yeah like a weird amount of coal mine uh, explosions in 1910. Uh, Boutros. Boutros. Boutros Ghali. Boutros Ghali, that's right. Uh, the Prime Minister of Egypt. 
He was assassinated. That's right. His grandson, Alyssa Boutros, Boutros Ghali, would go on to be the Secretary General of the United Nations. Uh, the first woman in history was authorized to fly a plane and licensed to do so. <laughs> That's right. What? George V became the King of England, Alyssa. The Girl Guides, uh-huh. which later became Girl Scouts, were founded. The That's Mexican right. Revolution began. Charlie Chaplin came to America. Mother Teresa. Shout out to Mother Teresa. And Mark Twain. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. to a real one, Mark Twain. We call a girl on our softball team. Mother Tracy, because her last name's Tracy. Okay. It's because it's close to Teresa? Yeah. Okay. Liz. Because she used to she used to come up to us and like bless us with her water and say it was oh. holy water. <laughs> Did that help you hit? Yeah, actually. Yeah? I, get, I got three hits that game. Well, softball players are superstitious. You should keep doing it. Got that, Mother Teresa. You got that, Mother Tracy? Shout out to Mother Tracy. Liz. Uh, Sweetzels does also make a ginger snap variety, but they're most known, of course, for their spiced wafer, which they claim is a more crisp cookie that's flavored with black strap molasses and many warming spices, not just ginger, that makes it more complex and therefore tastier than a standard ginger snap. How about that? Yeah. Now, let's see the next one. Yeah, sure. So, according to many people in the Delaware Valley, and me, and me, and her. I mean, <laughs> and her. Go on. Him. Fall <laughs> is not fall without Sweetzel's spiced wafers. Yeah, I can remember this very distinctly. Summer would end. I would go back to school. The leaves would turn colors and fall to the ground. I would walk home from school, the leaves crunching underfoot. There would be an orange and black box of cookies waiting for me at home. We just called them ginger snaps, even though they were so much more. And truth be told, until just this year, I didn't know there was a difference. They were as much a part of me in the fall. As apple cider and scary movies are to people today. Uh, Or, Alyssa, like the pumpkin spice latte is to people today. Yeah. That's right. Even the Philadelphia Inquirer, the local paper of record there, says that spiced wafers are the original Philadelphia pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. Have you ever had these before? Uh, Yeah. You have. Uh, In fact, you loved these when you were a child. Yeah. You did. These were very good cookies to give to small children because they are so hard and so crunchy that you don't have to worry about them like breaking off and choking a little kid. You could sit there and like gnaw on them for hours and they would slowly melt away in your mouth. Now, Liz. What? I only ever ate these things one of two ways. Uh, First was just straight up. Grab a cookie, crunch away on it. Felt like my teeth would break. They were so hard. Liz, this is a thing that's actually happened. I'm not to me, thank goodness, but according to Sweetzel's, uh, every year, someone breaks a tooth on their cookies and they turn those cases over to their insurance company. Pretty gross, right? I love how people break their teeth on really hard stuff and I just broke mine on a Twizzler. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was very strange, wasn't it? Yeah. Like the softest, chewiest thing you can imagine. Yeah. I do kind of like to eat Twizzlers a little bit stale sometimes. No, you're making a face. Anyway, I right. like to eat mine. Um, Like I just let it sit. Like I let a piece of it sit in my mouth and like, Put a lot of spit on that. Oh, piece, that's gross. And then it breaks off. And then yeah, I I, that is a good way to eat them. the The other way I would eat them, obviously, were dunked in ice cold milk, and that would help them soften up slightly and like sop up all the creamy dairy goodness, which would temper the strength of the spice. And of lots the of people, ice spice. no, just the regular ice spice, spice, not ice spice. Why do we? Why does ice spice get mentioned on this show every week? <laughs> Hold on, wait. I'm trying to think. Can like I make girl, a like girl? Keep it a stack. Can I make a confession here? <laughs> I've never heard an ice spice song. <gasps> Yeah, you have. You definitely have. I don't think so. Um, take a look inside your heart. Anywhere no me? idea what that is. Did you find me? Uh, no frame of reference. The boy's a liar. I don't the know this. Don't know this one. I did know that Dua Lipa song that was in the Barbie movie today. I like that one a lot. Don't show up. No, not don't that one. Come out. Oh, watch me. Dance. Yeah, that one. That Dance one's pretty good. Away. 
I like that song. That played in a lot of the uh, cafes that we were in in Europe recently. Liz, what? if you're in the Philadelphia region, there are lots of different ways to eat ginger snaps or spiced wafers, sweetzels yeah. specifically. A lot of people will bake them into a cheesecake <gasps> crust. Liz, that sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, sometimes people will make ice cream sandwiches with them, especially if you put like a, a butter brickle ice cream in them. Really I did good. that before. You did that before? Yeah. Wow, that's a good idea. Shout out to you. Yeah. Uh, also, Liz, there's a restaurant, a diner actually in Philadelphia that crushes them up and mixes them into milkshakes. That sounds really good. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Oh my goodness. Do you know that's Daniel Vogelbach's walk-up music? Oh, you know? What, what, what? Did you ever have a walk-up song? Yeah. What was it? Uh, at various points in my baseball career, Coach Yimbo, shout out to friend of the show Yimbo of the hit YouTube uh, channel, Yimbo <laughs> Reviews Everything. He would play music for us when we would walk to the plate. And uh, sometimes we would play like joke songs for each other. I don't remember any of them. But one time uh, I was coming up to the plate. It was like late innings. We were behind. The winning run was on base. And he played the Superman theme for me as I walked to the plate. Because I think I grounded out, actually. <laughs> If I get one, if I get a song, I'm going to do, it's this one guy, he's like a country guy, but he sings this one song and it's like, you've been swinging and missing. Oh, that's a great song. <laughs> that's a great song to pick when you're about to hit in a high leverage situation. Yeah. So, Lissa, What? I went online, I went to the Philadelphia subreddit to see what the locals thought of the Sweetzel Spice Wafers. Here are some choice comments. Are you ready? User Fishtown Fingers said, my granny lets them get slightly stale to soften them up. Uh, Cathedral Engine said, I love dipping them in apple cider. Caffeinated Prefect said, they're not tooth shattering. They're barely crunching, you sensitive <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, Empty Collins said, I'm craving a box of these and a one pound block of mild cheddar. Ew, what? <laughs> uh, I think, Alyssa, these statements are probably pretty representative of the general sentiment in Philadelphia at any given point in time. Oh, yeah, give me some of those um, crunchy. <laughs> yeah, get the crunchy Johns. Get the, get some of them cr crunchy Johns and some uh, a block of cheese. <laughs> and a Wawa peach iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, uh, if in fact a lot of people think these are Philadelphia's best kept secret, would you like to know what another secret is? I actually know it. What is it? Uh, There's not. Those are not the only ones. Yeah, that's right, Alyssa. Sweetzels does not make the only Philadelphia-based spice wafer. Did you know there's a competitor? Called Ivins? Ivins. Ivins Spice Wafers. Spice Wafers. Yeah, they actually predate Sweetzels, if you can believe it. The 1910 date that Sweetzels claims as their own is actually the date that Ivins began making and selling spiced wafers in the city. They had a bakery on Front Street that had oh, opened yeah. just after the Civil War. I know, shocker there. Uh, and you can find newspaper ads from like 1912 touting their wares. Sweetzels didn't even start selling their own version of spiced wafers until 1934, Liz. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so today you can find Ivan Spiced Wafers exclusively in Acme stores, which is like a local Delaware Valley grocery chain. You can't get them anywhere else. You can only get them in Acme's. But Sweetzels are sold in all the other local stores except, get this, what? Acme. No Sweetzels in Acme, only Ivan's. So Liz, what? why does Sweetzels get to claim that they started selling the Spiced Wafer in 1910 if it was actually Ivan's that did it, especially since they are competitors? Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. <laughs> okay, so you're just saying words that you've heard before now, but you're singing them. Gaslight. 
Uh huh. They're gaslighting them. Well, it turns out, Liz, uh, the gaslighting here is that they're not actually competitors at all. Yeah, that's right. In the 1960s, Sweetzels bought Ivan's. They purchased the entire company and the recipe for the cookies. And they've been making both Sweetzels and Ivan's spiced wafers at a facility in Alabama. Sweetzels. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Both cookies still made according to the original recipes. Sweetzels says their cookie is sweeter. Ivan says their cookie is spicier. Than ice. No. No more ice spice. Here, how about this deal? We're not allowed to talk about ice spice on the show until she comes on as a guest host. No. There you go. Deal locked. Liz, what? Uh, both cookies use the same molasses and spice mixture as they always have. So your nostalgia, if you have any for these cookies, is intact. This is, in fact, the same cookie that you remember, I remember, from childhood. Whoa. Liz, do you want to hear some childhood memories of eating these cookies? What? I have some intact memories of my youth. Uh, primarily, as I said, after school or on weekends leading up to Halloween. But for some reason, I don't know why, it sticks in my head that I ate these regularly at my grandparents' house in Pittman in South Jersey. Wow. Liz, I don't, I don't think you ever saw a photo of that house, did you? Uh-uh. I wish you could have seen this place. It was so cool. Now, it was probably just a regular suburban house on a side street. But uh, to me, it was like the most amazing place ever. It was on the top of this small set of rolling hills in the front yard. It was like a multi-stage rolling hill front yard. And in the summertime, we would put a slip and slide on those hills and slide down it towards the street. And then in the winter, we would sled on it. And uh, in the yard list, there were trees and the trees had these weird like cement faces kind of made into them. I don't know how to describe it. It was like a face made out of cement. And the features like the eyes and noses and mouth were all little wedges of colored broken glass that were stuck in there and they were they were like uh fixed into points where trees would fork so the trees sort of like grew around them and they looked like they were embedded in the trees that was cool uh my grandpa also had this big weird basement full of every single thing that he had ever collected in his entire life including like every nut and bolt that he had ever come across and they were all sorted into little glass baby food jars that were the tops of those were screwed into a workbench and then he would like screw the baby food jars in there. So he had all the nuts and bolts and screws sort of like sorted on the workbench. That was pretty cool. He also, let's get this, had a secret room that was his study on the second floor and children were never allowed in there. But, you know, uh, we all knew where the key was. He hid it inside of a lampshade and we would all try to sneak peeks inside there when he would open the door and we never actually got to go in. Uh, but it had this red shag carpeting and like a big easy chair. And then for some reason in the corner, there was a giant bow and arrow that he once told me was used for hunting ostriches in Africa, which I don't necessarily <laughs> believe. Anyway. This room is going to be a secret room soon. Yeah, I know. We're going to, uh, well, don't tell anybody because then it's not a secret. True. Yeah, we're going to outfit well, the studio, I think. Well, this is going to come out in a while, so. That's right. Listen, uh, I don't know why. For some reason, I associate eating spiced wafers, what we call ginger snaps. Uh, there at my grandparents' house in Pittman. It's one of my favorite memories of the fall. Whoa. Liz. What? Do you know what my favorite part of this show is? Alyssa reads the ingredients. Alyssa reads the ingredients. Liz, what are in Sweetzel's spiced wafers, which are not ginger snaps, but I will continue probably until my death to call ginger snaps? Yep, me too. Go on. What's in them? Enriched flour, wheat flour, niacin, reduced iron, diamond mononitrate, Okay, riboflavin. Great job. Folic acid, sugar, interesfid. What is that? Uh, interesterified soybean oil. Yeah, that. Uh huh. Unsulfured molasses, yep. corn syrup, spices, levener, baking soda, monocalcium phosphate, soy lecithin, 
an emulsifier. Emulsifier. Emulsifier and salt. Great. So these are cookies with uh, molasses and spices, just like we said. Yeah. Liz. What? Let's get to the rules of the game. Junk Feud is a culinary clash to see which treat will be crowned the undisputed champion of snacks. It's a King of the Mountain style battle in which the reigning champ takes on a new challenger each week to see which snack reigns supreme. And Alyssa. Yes. The reigning defending undisputed champion of spooky snacks is... Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Egg. The Reese's Peanut Butter Egg. Yeah, we know it's an Easter candy. Who cares? It's still the best version of this Halloween treat. Wouldn't you say so? Preach. Preach. So did you see all the new... uh, I mean, they're not new. They've had them out for a while, but there are new packagings for the Reese's Cups for the... um. Pumpkins and bats and ghosts and all of that new Wait, stuff this year. Wait, wasn't the pumpkin one our like second runner-up? Yeah, the pumpkins are really good. They are just as good as the eggs, except the form factor of the eggs made them a little bit better to eat because yeah. they are like already the shape of your mouth. But yeah, so Liz, uh, it's going to be a big hill to climb for the spiced wafer slash ginger snap to defeat the Reese's peanut butter egg. But today we're going to try Sweetzel's spiced wafers, the cookie of my childhood, that thing that. Uh, until I was uh, today years old, I thought it was a ginger snap. Yeah. Wait, Dad. What? Pop-up question. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think The Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? I think it's both. So then we can watch it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay. It is uh, is approved for Halloween watching and Christmas watching. Because if I listen to Christmas music when it's Halloween, he turns it off. No Christmas music until after Thanksgiving dinner. That's the rule. And the first song of the season has to be uh, Mariah Carey. Oh, yeah. Listen, I don't make the rules. These just are the rules. Yeah, you do. All right. So I do make the rules and that's why they are the rules. But listen, that's just the way it has to be, kiddo. But wait, speaking of music, whose music is that, Liz? Oh, my gosh. What's this? Oh, my (laughs) gosh. It's bulging in through the roof. We have... Ivan's Spiced Wafers. wafers. Yeah, we're going to try them both side by side. We're going to see which one is sweeter, which one is spicier, which one is better. And Liz, for comparison's sake, we also have Stouffer's Ginger Snaps. And? And Liz. What? Did you know that Sweetzel's makes a sandwich cookie? Really? Yeah, that's right. It's like an Oreo with cream in the middle, but it has spiced wafers as the cookie bits. And guess what? It's a fatal four-way. Yeah, it's a fatal four-way. And those, Lissa, sandwich cookies, the mini creams, are in fact mini. They're poppable. Like like the mini Oreos? Yeah, like mini Oreo size. I love mini Oreos. I know. I'm excited for that. Liss. What? It's crunch time. Crunch time. We rate our snacks using a tier list from sprinkles to fun dip. Sprinkles to fun dip. So snacks can be graded A, B, C, D, or F with the very best treats earning the elusive S tier ranking. The following contest is scheduled for one serving. One serving. And is for the undisputed championship of junk food, or should I say spooky food? Sure. Liz, let's, let's take a look at the packaging for these cookies right now, because I think this is, in fact, a big part of the appeal of these. Yes. So here then, Alyssa, is the box of Sweetzel Spiced Wafers. Now, I should say, this is not the box that I grew up with. They have changed. They sure have. They have changed the box. You remember the old box. Yeah, it was was still orange. It was still orange and black. That hasn't changed. The the little mascot, the little baker man on there has changed a little bit. Was it still Sweetzel's? It was still Sweetzel's, yeah, but... Uh, the box looked a little bit different before. This year's box is actually a really nice, clean design. It's got some of that like yes, this one. farmhouse aesthetic on it. Yeah, you're looking at the box that was just like plain black with an orange outline, a big picture of the cookie on there, and then the baker mascot at the top who had 
all the little accoutrement of the kitchen hanging up around him, like baker's peels and, and other things like that. Oh, so good. Yeah, they do smell so good, don't they? So, I mean, spoiler alert, Liz, the, uh, the package is open already because your mother just had to try one before we came up here. Your mom wanted to try Sweetzels and Ivan side by side. So Let me get a whiff of those. Wait. You just need another one? <laughs> they literally smell like joy and love. Yeah, they really do. I mean, this is the this is the scent of fall to me. It's not like uh, dying leaves. <laughs> it's the sweet little spiced wafers. I just love the smell of fires. Man, I can see my childhood kitchen when I smell that. That's amazing. So let's try it out. These are all right. Wait, I'm gonna break it. Ooh, good break. These are Lissa, uh, small, flat, dark brown cookies. The edges are a little bit more golden in the center. They have a crinkly, crackly top. You can see uh, just barely on the top little crystals of what could be sugar, but could also be crystallized ginger inside. And let's mm. take a bite here. You're taking a bite already. Mm. You are holding the cookie in your mouth so that it softens like you used to eat them when you were a baby. These are goodless. Very good. Very nostalgic. Very hard and crunchy. Not like teeth shatteringly crisp like we were led to believe, obviously. But this is a hard cookie. If you are used to like soft and chewy cookies and you bite into one of these, there's a reason they were called snapsless. Mm -hmm. Now, I also have here, for the sake of the show, in our Junk Feud branded Yeti cooler. <laughs> our Junk Feud stickered. Yeah, whatever. Alyssa, this is some ice cold milk. Let's go. Because we're going to dunk these cookies right now. You should have brought apple cider. I have some apple cider downstairs. Apple cider gets its own show. Are we ever going to do a show just on milk? Just like whole milk? Yeah. <laughs> that would be so... It originated from cows. <laughs> Wait, did someone just have the idea to just squeeze the cow's nipple? Uh, well, they're called udders, first of all. And uh, people will do some interesting things when they're hungry. It's true. Listen, I was at the Warsaw Uprising Museum not too long ago, and there was a whole subsection of one of the rooms where they talked about how goat's milk saved an entire generation of uh, Polish children because... Hey, we're having it now. Anyway, the, the babies were drinking the goat's milk. That's what it was. Mm. So you have to hold the cookie in the milk for a little while because if you just dunk it real fast, it's not going to absorb any because the cookies are hard. You have to like let it kind of dunk in there for a little bit and see how it goes. Don't eat too many. We have a lot more to get through as you give me the bombastic side eye. So Liz, what? we talked about the package, talked about how they look. Tell me a little bit about how they taste other than just saying they're so good. They're amazingly good. They're definitely sweet. There is a spiciness to them. You get sort of the deep richness of the molasses versus just the, the plain sugar, of course. The blend of warming spices is there. You get some of the ginger. You get some clove. You get some cinnamon. There might be other things too, probably. But for now, Liz, I want to contrast them with Ivan's because your grandmother is here this weekend. Shout out to Grammy. She stopped at Acme on the way up so that she could buy us a box of Ivan's cookies. Now, as you put away the twin pack for freshness from the Sweetzel's box, and you're as bad at closing packages as you are at opening them. I feel like these things, they stay good forever. Like they, they don't stale. <laughs> they, do, they do keep for a pretty long time, I think, because they're already so dry. So Lisa, here's Ivan's, and I think right now, this year at least, Ivan's has a better box. Would you say so? I've never had Ivan's. So I've never know. had Ivan's either, but I'm looking at the box now, and it is... Iconic in the same way that the Sweetzel's box used to be list because it's just dual color printing, black and orange, on an orange background, back black printing of Ivan's spiced wafers and their mascot, who is also a baker, 
but looks like a caricature of an actual person instead of uh, Sweetzels, which is kind of just like an icon. It says, on the side, famous quality for over 100 years, the same twin pack for extra freshness. Liz, I'm looking at this right now, and these are like... Copy paste. <laughs> it's exactly the same ingredients in exactly the same order. Although, Lissa, hang on a sec. Sweetzels, for a serving size of three cookies, which are 28 grams, is 100 calories. Ivan's, for a serving size of three cookies, which are 30 grams, is 130 calories. There's a little bit more fat, a little bit more sodium, a little bit more carbohydrate, a little bit more sugar. Quite a bit more sugar, actually. So I think the Ivan's cookies are just a little bit larger than the Sweetzels cookies. I wonder why that is. Hmm. See? Yeah, very strange. Anyway, the box is better on Ivan's. Did you open these too? Yeah, mom wanted to try them. Your mom wanted to try the Ivan's cookies. These smell more like a Yankee candle. They smell more like a Yankee candle, you say? Interesting. Let me see. Okay. They actually Oh, wow. Smaller. So they do they do smell different. There's a little bit of a spicier scent to these. A little bit more ginger forward, I think, than the other ones. Right? You're taking a bite. Ooh. Yeah, a lot crispier. A lot crispier, you say. So I'm gonna I wanna compare these side by side. Here is the Ivans right here in my right hand, and here's Sweetzels in my left hand. So Sweetzels cookies are Darker. Darker, yeah, but they look to be about the same size other than that. I mean the Sweetzels cookie the Sweetzels cookie might be just a little bit smaller. It's barely, barely, barely smaller in, in uh, circumference. But yeah, there's definitely a different odor to these. They're crispier. You said they're crispier? Let me see. Mm. Oh wow, yeah. Different flavor profile, though. It is a different flavor. These are, like they said, like they claimed, Sweetzels is sweeter, Ivan's is spicier. This has a more ginger-forward flavor. Now, I was worried because my whole life I grew up thinking I was eating ginger snaps when I was actually eating spiced wafers. I always thought they were Sweetzels. I didn't know if actually, because of the proximity of Acme to where I lived, I might have been eating Ivan's my entire childhood, but tasting them now, I don't think I've ever had this cookie before. I haven't either. Yeah. It's definitely got a spicier kick. I can feel it on the back of my tongue, like in the back and sides. You want another Sweetzels cookie? Yeah. Is that, how many is that for you now? Four. Four, plus an Ivan's. Good for you, kiddo. These ones don't take as long in the milk. No, it doesn't. That's pretty interesting, isn't it? I think these are good, though. I mean, I'm not going to, probably if I had these, someone gave them to me and it didn't tell me that they were different, I might think something was like slightly off, like I got a different lot to them. But I don't know that I'd be able to tell the difference, like, very genuinely, you know? Yeah. Either way, they're good. These are all, these are both good. So now, having had Sweetzels, which are sweet, and Ivan's, which are spicy, I want to try, and I have them here in a bag, the mass-produced Stoffers brand Ginger Snaps. This says at the top, Snaps, cookie with a zing, ginger, no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial flavors, no artificial colors, peanut-free. A crispy, crunchy cookie made with molasses, spices, and a zing of real ginger. Listen, these look exactly the same, don't they? I mean, let's open up this bag. This one does say specifically on the ingredients list, right after molasses, it goes straight to ginger. This also does have cinnamon, cloves, list chili powder, and red pepper too. Wow. So very spicy, but uh, also super, super ginger forward because right after the sweetener is the ginger. And uh, I'd like you to take note and see that I have opened this bag without making a giant mess or destroying the packaging or ruining any of the contents. So these, these again smell ginger forward, but surprisingly not as much as Ivan's, did they? 
I think Ivan smelled more like ginger than the ginger snaps. These are a thinner cookie list for sure. This is like Ooh. a this is like a wafer almost. These are the crispiest. And these are the crispiest so far. They have a flatter bottom too. And a and a They've got a more bitter taste. A more craggly top. A more bitter taste, you say. I think that could be from the real ginger. Wow, yeah. Definitely crunchier. Definitely a fresh ginger flavor or crystallized ginger flavor to this. Aside from like the softer ginger powder flavor of the other ones. Obviously, these are made with ginger powder too, but they have more of a ginger flavor. So yeah, ginger snaps, definitely much more ginger. Spiced wafers, a more round, more full warming spice flavor, sort of buoyed by that blackstrap molasses. Ew, it got on my foot. Yeah, these are good, but you have to really, really like ginger. These are mid. You say they're mid? Oh my goodness. Uh, well. I don't know. We have a giant bag of them we have to eat now. Four cookies, 120 calories. So these are a, a bit of a lighter snack than the others as well. I'll give those to Ella tonight. Oh, I bet Ella would love these. Shout out to Ella. Liz, here we have the wild card. Now, this is the one I'm most excited about for you because I don't think you've ever had these before, have you? These are Sweetzel's Mini Ginger Creams. Now, this has a brown and yellow box as opposed to the black and orange box that the spiced wafers, the ginger snaps that I used to call them have. And these are small cookies with holes in them with vanilla cream filling inside. There's 70 cookies in here. I just did that math in my head. Good job. How are you going to do on your math test? I actually, wait, I think the grade just came out. I'm really scared to see it. The grade or the cookies? The grade. Mm, interesting. These are in a foil bag, like a Mylar type foil bag. More careful than I was with the butter beer. You've been very careful, and you have still uh, not done a great job, but you haven't made a disaster of the proceedings yet. That's pretty good. Softly, softly, catchy monkey. Thank you. All right, let's have a couple of these in each hand, or you just put them on the table. That's fine. Yeah, these are the size of mini Oreos lists. A little bigger. You think they're a little bit bigger? The cookies are a little thicker, I think, right? Yeah, probably. Now, these don't have as as much of a pronounced odor as the other ones do. Okay. I want this one. They smell good. They smell a little bit like root beer, don't they? They do. Yeah, that's kind of strange. I wonder if it's the vanilla cream. Ooh. Because vanilla is uh, an ingredient in all good root beers. They're basic. Do better. Wow. This is disappointing. I remember these being really, really good. And for whatever reason, that one I just had was not great. The one I had was not good. Hmm. So they lack the spicy punch of the other cookies, list. Are you noticing that? Yeah. I feel like it kicks in a bit, but. Yeah, there's a, this says there's a seasoning blend in these that includes spices and salt. I like the cream. No molasses, high fructose corn syrup. Interesting. Interesting. So these are not the same cookies. These are a, a smaller, less intensely spiced cookie. Not crispy, crunchy like the other ones. Just like a basic, your basic standard uh, supermarket wafer cookie. And a vanilla cream inside. You said you like the vanilla cream. Yeah. Man, I remember these being so much better. They're not like, obviously they're not terrible, but they don't ascend to the, did you drink all that milk? You chug the whole thing. They don't like ascend to the heights of the spiced wafers, do they? No. No, I don't think so either. They're not as crunchy either. They're not as crunchy. They're not as flavorful. The vanilla cream is there to kind of like tamp down any of the spiciness anyway. This is a missed opportunity, I think, Liz. I think these could have been so much better. They do have uh, on the box a photo of ginger and a vanilla pod. So at least they're telling us what's in them. Let's, let's hit the bliss point 
What do you think of ginger snaps, aka, but not really, spiced wafers? Let's start from the bottom with the one you like the least. These. Yeah, the uh, the mini ginger creams, I think, are the bottom of the barrel here. What's your rating for those? C plus. C plus. Okay, I was going to go with a C minus. I think these are, uh, this is a below average outing for me. C, you think C. You think it's average? C flat? Yeah, I, I'd say so. I mean, we're right in the ballpark there. That makes sense. I'm, uh, I'm di- I am actually disappointed in that, unfortunately. They're still good, like as a treat, as a cookie. It's just a poor execution of the theme. What do you think's next after that? Working our way up. The bag. The bag of ginger snaps, of actual ginger snaps. Ginger forward flavor, little bit of spiciness, little bit of heat from the chili powder and red pepper in there, which is yeah. kind of kind of an interesting opportunity, but a little bit of bitterness. Not as well rounded as the other spiced wafers, huh? No. Okay, so I said C minus. You said uh, C flat for the mini ginger creams, for the ginger snaps. I will go C flat. Plus, I think uh, that too, yeah. yeah, I think a ginger snap in general is a better than average cookie. Yeah, but those are uh, those are right right around that area. C plus, better than average. Liz, what's next? Is it Ivan's or Ivan. is it Sweetzels? It's Ivan's for you. Okay, so you didn't like the ones that are spicier as much as you like the ones that were sweeter. What did you think about Ivan's spiced wafers? I mean, it's a great box. It certainly uh, is a great box. Uh. B plus. B or maybe plus. A minus. A minus. Okay. Great score there for Ivan's. A minus. Liz, I'd say, uh, yeah, I'd say A minus also for Ivan's. Now, that means Sweetzels we both thought was the best. This is the iconic, nostalgic, traditional spiced wafer cookie from my childhood that I still think is a ginger snap, even though it says it's not. What do you say, Liz? What's the score? And how does it compare to the reigning, defending, undisputed champion of spooky snacks? Ready? Ready for this? I'm ready. Ginger. S-tier. Ginger S-tier. Wow, S-tier for Sweetzels, Spiced Wafers, a.k.a. but not really Ginger Snaps list. You know what you want to do, Dad. These are S-tier do for it. me. These are so good. Do I it. could eat, and I have eaten, entire boxes of these in one sitting. I'll dunk them in milk. I'll grab a handful of them out of the tray on my way out in the car to work in the morning and just have them as breakfast. S-tier Every year, I look forward to these as soon as like uh, the summer is over. I can't wait to see them on store shelves. I know you can get them in certain places year-round now, but I don't want them year-round. I want them in the fall. I want them in the lead-up to Halloween. I want to like gorge myself on Halloween candy on Halloween night, and then just as I'm over that sugar rush coma hangover to grab a handful of Ginger Snaps, Spiced Wafers, Sweetzels Cookies, S-tier lists. Is that enough? Yes. To, what? Yeah. Is that enough to dethrone the Reese's peanut butter egg in yes. the first outing? Wow, the champ goes down. Alyssa, I, I'm just Ken. I, <laughs> I'm just Ken, and I am proclaiming, Alyssa, I can't believe this, because there was no hesitation on your part. Your winner and new reigning, defending, undisputed champion of spooky foods, the Sweetzel Spiced Wafers. AKA, but not really, Ginger Snaps. What a day, Liz. What a, con- what a competition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And there's no Oreos. Yeah, so uh, no Oreo rule today. We just ate about uh, <laughs> 20 cookies each already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did see the spooky Oreos back on shelves, Alyssa, obviously. Those are yeah. just bog standard Oreos, but with orange coloring and spooky wafers. Uh, and we also saw the pumpkin spice latte. Uh, pumpkin spice, excuse me, Oreos coming back. But 
we still have to ask an important question, Liz. One that we ask each and every week. Will it deep fry? Will it deep fry? Can you deep fry this week's snack, Alyssa? Nope on a rope. Nope on a rope, says Alyssa. No, of course not. You, uh, uh, If you can, in fact, deep fry Sweetzel's spiced wafers or ginger snaps, I don't even want to know about it. I just want these to be pure and innocent like they were the first time I had them sitting at my kitchen table while the leaves drifted listlessly to the ground outside in the yard. Yeah. <sighs> Liz, the thing about using ginger snaps in uh, German sauces is pretty cool, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of close. Hey. Speaking of close, it's close to the end of the show, which means it's time to check out the back of the box, a weekly segment where we play a little game. Alyssa, would you like to play a game? Yes. This week's segment is, in keeping with the theme of the season, Off off With with Their their Bread. bread. That's right. On Off With Their Bread, we discuss famous historical figures that were beheaded for treason. Alyssa, this week on Off With Their Bread. The Headless Horseman. The Headless Horseman. (laughs) This is so good. Let's. This one isn't exactly beheaded for treason. Yeah, but this is spooky season, Alyssa. So we're doing spooky stuff, and the Headless Horseman is as spooky as it gets. Probably. Yeah, no lie. I was petrified of this guy as a kid. I still am. You still are. Do you know the the Headless Horseman as a myth has been around for a long time? Or is it a myth? Yeah, or is it a myth? Ooh, spooky. Alyssa, the Headless Horseman (laughs) from the Middle Ages Uh, originally, but best known as the antagonist in Washington Irving's The Legend of Sleepy Hollow from 1820, which is considered one of America's first ghost stories. Yep. Yeah, do you know what he was before that? An Irish fairy. An Irish demon fairy called Dullahan, that's right. I didn't read the demonic part. Yeah, a demonic Irish fairy, the headless horseman, the dark man who rode around on a horse carrying his decapitated head under his arm. And get this list, he had a whip made of a human spine that he would strike his enemies with to kill them. Yeah, that's grisly, isn't it? Yeah. In Sleepy Hollowless, he was a Hessian soldier who lost his head via a cannonball shot. Cannonball. Yeah, what a way to go. Uh, now wanders the countryside seeking his revenge. And Alyssa, what? this may have actually happened. What? Yeah, there is some, well, you know, not the ghost part, but there is some evidence that a real-life Hessian soldier was decapitated by a cannonball at the Battle of White Plains sometime around Halloween in 1776. 1776. Doing your Hamilton flashback right. there. Me. Are you Aaron Burr, sir? That depends. Okay. He's asking, oh, sure, sir, I'm Alexander Hamilton. I'm at your service, sir. Great Hi. job. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Alyssa, my favorite version of the Headless Horseman, obviously. Uh, the version from Walt Disney's animated feature, The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, Ichabod. which combined the cartoons of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, which was, of course, the story of the school teacher, Scaredy Cat, Ichabod Crane, and uh, The Wind in the Willows, which told the story of Thaddeus J. Toad, Toad. from Toad Manor, who was uh, immortalized, Alyssa, in the Disneyland attraction, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, yeah. where where you go to the underworld, Alyssa. With Hades. Yeah, that's right. Uh, in Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, you actually die and go to hell. Uh, it's true. It's true. It's great. Uh, my experience with the Headless Horseman, of course, Lissa, was through that cartoon where Ichabod Crane's rival Brom Bones may or may not have been the Headless Horseman who chased him from a party uh, and actually possibly murdered him with a flaming pumpkin skull. Yeah, it's a little bit ambiguous at the end there. We would watch this uh, special every year when it would air in part on the wonderful or magical world of Disney on television, either as part of the uh, Halloween Hall of Fame special or Disney's Halloween treat or a Disney Halloween. But this absolutely like scandalized me as a child. I wanted 
so bad for Ichabod Crane to escape. But uh, when it seemed like the Headless Horseman was an actual supernatural specter, I knew he was just toast. Yep. Liz, you saw the Headless Horseman in real life, actually. Really? Yeah, you don't remember this. You might be too young, I think. But when you were a small child, we took you to Walt Disney World for your birthday. And because it was October, we went to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party one night. And uh, at the start of the Halloween Parade, which is excellent, by the way, this is the soundtrack that we listen to on Halloween. That's our Halloween playlist for spooky season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The actual Headless Horseman would ride down Main Street, USA on a real horse carrying a real flaming pumpkin. It was bonkers. I'm trying to think of the song. It's from the Mickey's Halloween Party. Uh-huh. Uh, Boo to you? No, no, no. The jump, shake, jump, shake, howl and scream. Oh, that's right. Ah! Yeah, you love that one, don't you? Everybody jump up. Everybody shake, shake. Uh-huh. Are you going to do the whole song? No. Everybody jump, shake, <laughs> jump, shake, howl and scream. What is that one? That's Are You Ready for Halloween? That's what that's Yeah, called. that's right. Liz, that was an ex- I'm a cowboy. <laughs> 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 you sound like a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. Give me that John. That's what cowboys usually say. They always say, I'm a cowboy. Give me that John, don't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's an excellent thing for a Everybody cowboy to exclaim. Uh, Liz, speaking of excellent, this podcast should reach you in excellent condition, satisfaction guaranteed, or your money back. If you've got a question for us, you can write to the address on the label. That's junkfeudpod at gmail.com. Any final thoughts on the first edition of junk booed for uh, spooky seasonless. No. No, that's it. Just straight up no. Just just done. Nar clear. Call it a day. Nar clear. Yeah, I need to get my sushi, Dad. All right. Well, in this case, Lisa, this podcast has contained your recommended daily allowance of fun, fun and scares and spooks. I mean, not really. It wasn't and that scary. Chills was it? down your spine. Chills. That would be a good one. Uh, for more, go to X Instagram threads or wherever you choose to be social. You can find us at Junk Feud Pod. You can watch fun-sized reviews on YouTube, buy merch on TeePublic, and don't forget to catch all the snacks each and every week wherever you listen to podcasts. Until we see you again, for Alyssa, I'm Mike. Pasta lasagna. Don't get any on ya. Good boy.